Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we're keeping our streak of guests on Lulz rolling. Today, we have the Best Ball Mania 2 champ, Liam, in the house, going to talk to us about some chess and poker scandals, about what it's like to sun run as a Bills homer. Maybe we get into his potential boxing match with a fellow DFS tout. All of that on today's Lulz. Does he think... I think he thinks this... He thinks this is a go. Vegas Dave thinks this is a go. Hot, naked girls doing yoga. What? Why don't you just win like a man? Random.org. Type in one for yes, two for no, and let the DFS guys pick for you. And I'm absolutely begging you not to do bus. Please. Please don't do bus. Welcome to the show, Liam. You know, you've been on you've been on ship chasing. We've done best ball shows. This is your first time on Lulz with us, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I reached out because I know you guys have a strictly uh, million dollar winner has to reach out. I figure I'm the first best ball Millie champion to come on. Got to represent best ball nation out here. Um, and I know you guys are not reaching out for guests, so I appreciate the content. <laughs> uh, I know, uh, you know, like this is the only space to talk about some of this DFS feuds and, and whatnot. So figured I'd come on and uh, contribute, you know. Yeah, Brian, when we started the show, did we ever, I mean, I think the show has become what I think we wanted it to be, but I didn't know if we would ultimately end up being the DFS sports betting drama clearinghouse like we've become. Mm. Yeah, no, I, that wasn't my idea either. My, I just thought, <laughs> <laughs> well, the main thing honestly was this, there was a, it's been a while, Pete. Back then too, there was not a ton of content period that was entertaining at all. I think, I think uh stochastic just started right there was no dtr and i would like i'm like these shows all stink no effect i'm not picking on anyone specifically so i'm like oh why don't i just do one and i thought pete was really entertaining but like my i like podcasts which is just people talking which is just normal people fucking talking normal i can't stand the like cookie cutter structure and espn and corporates like stuff like that so i know i wanted it that with no pick stuff no pick bullshit. That's all I wanted. And, but the drama stuff is whatever. It's uh, it's fun. It's well, fun, it's yeah. Tricky. Because like you said, I mean, this is what happens too. Like when there is interesting stuff that pops up, it's like even a lot of these sites don't even have a forum to have a discussion like that. There is like the pick shows and, you know, strategy. And then you have, there will be the genre of like, I'm going to interview players like uh, uh, Neil over or field over at Stochastic will interview top DFS players, stuff like that. But there aren't a lot of shows that are willing to kind of talk about the nitty gritty, the water cooler talk around the stuff. So it is, I feel like there's at least a demand for it. People seem to enjoy it on some level. Yeah. I mean, there's, they're also in competition. So like sometimes they don't want to acknowledge each other and stuff like that. And we don't care. We'll talk about any of the sites or like, if like they're talking about a strategy, we do it with strategies too. It's surprisingly even strategies ideas can bring up a lot of drama uh, in, in the gambling world. So <laughs> I've been seeing that. Yeah. Even that, even that can uh, uh, stir, stir the pot a little bit. It's, it's almost always in good fun though. Anyway. So uh, I, I, I like it. People seem to like it, Pete. I think so. I think so. What, uh, Liam, or what, so what did, when you initially reached out to us, this was right after, I believe, was it our episode with Petty Theft? And we were talking a lot about the poker and chess scandals. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Liam has a, a very big chess background, was a chess coach. Um, you do, used to do some stuff for, uh, chess.com, chesskids.com. What, uh, what is your take on everything going on in the chess world? 
Yeah, I mean, I used to work for chess.com, but I want to be clear, like, I do not have any inside <laughs> info of the company. I was a small, uh, you know, I used to coach chess. I was a teacher in New York City. And, um, you know, I'm like, a, I'm a good chess player, like, but I'm not, you know, a, a professional chess player to me is like, there's like 10 in the world. Um, so like anyone else is not a professional. So, and I'm nowhere close to even grandmaster or even master, which is, uh, you know, it just takes a lot of work, honestly, it's like pretty exponential. And so, um, obviously I follow chess though. And, you know, like I play daily online, play blitz. And I mean, this Hans Neiman guy, the, the kid embroiled in this drama, I first came aware of him when I was a coach and um i brought my my kids went down to grade nationals in florida um I, I was in new york city and this guy this this kid came kind of stuck out to me because he was like a senior that year and i think uh at the at the tournament um you have like seven rounds and then you also have seven rounds of blitz and then you also have seven rounds of what they call bug house which is team chess and he gave this like michael jordan s quote where he's like I'm going to go 21 and O or something. And like, he's a very brash kid. Like he's frankly rude. Um, and I mean, for those who don't know, and I think this is similar in many fields, but there's not a lot of normal people, quote unquote, above a certain ability in chess. I would say master just because the sacrifice you have to give in your life to reach that ability in chess is like, is insane. So like, you know, you can read about some of these chess grandmasters of old. Like these are people who literally cannot cook for themselves. Like, like they are, they could do nothing but chess. And I mean, like for me to reach a certain ability of chess, it's eight hours a day of chess, which is like, I'm not willing to do that. Um, and so, you can know, I, I think just say, uh, I can't cook and I can't play chess for shit either way. So I guess I have a big mistake <laughs> there, huh? Should have gave no, but, up that. Yeah. But you know, like, I think you guys know what I mean. I think we see this with DFS too. Like some of the, some of the work people put into, especially like the mathematical side, um, they're probably not getting too out there in the social field or whatnot. And you know, that, that plays out. Uh, Are you talking about someone on this show? Someone who's never been on a vacation before that just hides away in his lake house and runs the simulations, Liam? N no, I think Brian actually is very like, <laughs> I find Brian very adjusted. approachable, a guy I would have a beer with in a bar, you know, like he doesn't come off to me that way, but I, I, I can't say I've watched every episode of Lowell's ever, you know, like I'm kind of newer to the Twitter scene and whatnot. The, what would you say? Cause you mentioned these guys being pretty quirky and it makes sense, but Magnus, he's considered like an incredible ambassador, right? Like entrepreneur, like good communicator. He's, he's an outlier as far as like chess grandmaster social skills, right? Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Um, there's a, there's like a Netflix doc out there with like Magnus kind of growing up. And if you watch that, like you, you can very clearly see these things I'm talking about where I think he's done a lot of growth as an adult. And I mean, I think he is sharp and been coached kind of like how, you know, how to act in front of the media. And I mean, he's like a, he's like a God in Norway. Right. Um, Cause he's, he's a Norwegian uh, grandmaster. Like it's kind of cool. Like chess is on TV there. Just like when Bobby Fisher was playing in like the cold war, like that, that game when he played uh, the Russian, like that game was on in bars over like the MLB world series. Like that was like the big news at the time. And so, I mean, with Magnus, you know, doing this thing to hands, like one of the very likely outcomes, reasonable outcomes is he short circuited and he freaked out and, uh, he just didn't like this hands guy and thought he was so much better than him that he could not accept that he lost. Now, I think it's also very likely he was cheated. Um, so <laughs> I see some people asking my chess rating and whatnot. And Alex's Faker's question is hilarious. Uh, I'm like, I'm like 2000 feet a, um, and like 1950 USCF or whatnot. I'm going to, I'm going to start my chess content soon enough here, uh, kind of make a push for master. Um, which is like 2,200, but you know, like I was, I don't know when I was a teacher, I grew up in New Hampshire playing chess. So I was kind of fortunate. I feel like to not have like 
a coach that was like chess, 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 chess. You know, like uh, the kids I taught in elementary school were better than I was in high school. And when I was in New York City and teaching it, I went from like 1,400 to about 2,000 very quickly just from being around stronger players, playing them, watching content, doing tactics, whatnot there. What do you what do you think is actually the more juicy scandal, the chess one or the poker one, and then assign a percentage to the likelihood of there being actual cheating in both of said scandals? I think, and, and I, I play poker too. Like I'm not a professional poker player. I went on the WSOP, was lucky to, you know, return with a profit, but the poker one's really enthralled me. Um, the chess one is too, just because like n- neither side is backing down. And I personally think cheating occurred in both. Um, I think the poker one is so fun because you have this like Joe Ingram podcast and then you have people that are doing the opposite of what they should be doing. Like this Nick Fertucci character who like effectively, it seems uh, allegedly, I guess I need to say ran these like Trump university type scams where he's like scamming grandparents out of their like, you know, retirement funds and like he is like he's supposed to be investigating his stream for cheating and he keeps on releasing these like powerpoint type slides like with writing where like the other day he's like the investigation has found the identity of poker karen which is like some twitter troll account and people are like are you fucking serious dude like you're supposed to be investigating your stream for cheating and this is what you're spending your resources on um, and then just like the Joe Ingram stream with like all the call-in shows. Like, I think that's so fun. Like just having, like, imagine doing fantasy football. Like I'm kind of inspired and just having pure randos call in. Like you're going to hit some gems. You're going to hit some like, Ooh, yikes, hang up. You know, um, the poker one, obviously, I mean, the chess one obviously is interesting too, because I play chess and I don't think it's, um, I mean, like this Adelbead allegation, I think, like that clearly didn't happen, but what's very possible and the thing is, and I don't think people that don't play chess understand is you could literally have like a buzzer on your, in your shoe. And all that would need to be done is you get buzzed in an important moment where you need to find the move that you would not think of. And the person cheating is good enough that they may not think to find that move on their own, but if they were told to find the move, they can find that move. And what does that do to your rating? It probably boosts it by like 200 points. Like it, it's crazy. And like, so people think it would need to be like Morse code telling the moves or anything. That's not it. Just like in poker, it could just be like a buzz to let you know, like you're winning. Um, so like, it's just like, and, and there's impossible, it's impossible to like catch that with like statistical analysis or whatnot that like, I was thinking you buzz. And then you hold your hand over the piece and then it stops on the one you're supposed to use or something like that. No, it's, it's like, it's not like that at all. It's like, this guy's very good at chess. There's a move you just wouldn't think to find. And like, I don't know. I'm kind of tilted because I watched the, well, how can a buzzer tell you the move that you wouldn't think to find? No. So you would have, you would obviously have a friend with a computer engine plugging in the moves and it would just, I mean, it could be complicated. Yeah, but I'm saying how would the, the player know? Okay, do the queen to blah, blah, blah. Because they're good enough that it just like like in chess to get better, there's these things called tactics where when you know there's a, a, a tactic to find, mm-hmm. you can find that. But the hard thing in chess is there's no one sitting over your shoulder telling you, find the move that's winning right now. Like you don't know that that move exists. And so if if someone is helping you, letting you know that, hey, there's an important, you, there's a move that you can find right now to be winning then you're good enough to like sit there and look through all these bizarre moves you might not otherwise look at. And so, you know, like there's this Ken Reagan guy who's like running statistical analysis, but like you just can't catch that over the board and like hands admitted to cheating as a kid and online, it's clearly come out. He's cheated a lot more online. Um, But like, there's no way to prove he did cheat over the board without, accomplices coming forward or something like that and what's crazy is like even if he did cheat he's still very very good at chess and could even become like world champion caliber he just 
again, like when you attach your identity to chess and, and not to mention like the financial opportunities, like I remember I went, went out to Vegas and I played, um, the, they have this like chess tournament every year and I played poker after like one, two or something. And there was like a top 100 rated player in the world from Russia. And I asked him, I said, Hey, like, do you make a living playing chess? And he's like, no, I'm not good enough. I need to teach top 100 in the world. You know, like he cannot make a living like playing tournaments. And, you know, it's just like there's no sponsorships for top 100 in the world. It's incredibly top heavy field. Nothing a couple anal beads couldn't fix. (laughs) (laughs) What? How? Because one thing that's so crazy about the poker scandal is how brazen it was and kind of how dumb they were to pick that spot. You know, right? Like if you had a good thing going with cheating, you would not want to do it in that spot and draw a light to what you're doing. It sounds like this chess cheater was much smarter about his cheating. I, or I guess I'm just wondering how brazen was it what he was doing? Or was he flying as close to the sun as Robbie and co? It's weird because like in chess to reach titles such as Matt grandmaster and whatnot, you have to, you have to reach a certain rating and you have to reach these norms and the security at like a normal chess tournament is zero, absolutely zero. Like you, there's nothing really stopping you from taping a cell phone to the bottom of a toilet or whatever, right? Like in the Marshall Chess Club where I used to play where he reached several of his norms, um, it, it does seem to me just like using intuition, like looking at these results that like he was cheating in these important events where, again, it's very important to get these titles and whatnot because it's such a top heavy thing. So like to get the financial backing of, of investors and whatnot, like, like Rex Sigfield is this billionaire in the U S who like supports chess players, but like, whatever, if you're like a top 25 junior, see you later, kid, like good luck. Um, and I mean, but if you're a top 10 player in the world, it's like, Holy shit, we could have a U.S. world champion. Like, Let's go all in and support this kid. Um, so I don't know. And, and it's like, I see both sides because everyone hates this guy because he's rude to them. So like people were quick not to want to back him up because they don't like him, you know, like they don't like him because he's an asshole, which that doesn't mean you cheated. But I do think just like looking at a lot of stuff and I don't know, some stuff that probably is going to come out later. Like I got friends in the chess world, like, I think it's likely, but will we ever have the proof? Maybe not. The unveiling of the beads. We found them. <laughs> well, like, so like the, the beads is an example. Like I believe that originated from uh, this grandmaster, Eric Hansen, part of chess bra and Eric Hansen does not like Hans Neiman. And so he kind of like said something like, he kind of said something like that. Like, Oh, you know, like maybe his anal beads, uh, giving him buzzes. And so like this guy who doesn't like him said that. And then, like this newspaper took like this clickbaity thing, like took that as the headline. And next thing I know, like everyone I know that knows me is like, how about those anal beads, Liam? Like chess, chess world's getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, uh, all right. What would be my chess rating? I famously did a few chess streams with Liam last summer. I was an absolute disaster of a player. How, how much do these beads boost my, uh, my rating with his buzzer thing that he said earlier, is it the same as it is now or lower? Like, I don't understand how that helps anybody. Well, well, no. So like, here's an example. Feels good, Brian. Pete, your puzzle rating is higher than your chess rating because yes. your puzzle rating is, you know, I need to either find checkmate. I need to find a free capture. Yeah. Just yeah. like Neil's saying here, I need to find something to be winning. Like, you know, that exists in the position, but when you play games, you're like, holy shit, like, what's going on here? You know, like... Uh, Dealing with the get, chat, chirping get, me. Yeah, you yeah. get stressed. You, like, you're having... You you don't know there's a winning move to find. Um, and I, I want so to... Imagine I'm getting a rectal massage to kind of comfort me during this play. Yeah. I mean, it has to be a net positive for my game, Liam. Right. I, I think, uh, you know, like, someone of your ability, like, whatever. Like, I think we're more talking about, like, above master level okay. that's where it really like it, even my level why it, wouldn't it, you just have a system that directs their moves who 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 would win in a head head for head head to head for uh roles you or chess is okay in a chess match i think i'm a stronger chess player than him but i have no idea 
um, what his chess ability is. And I'm, I mean, chess is not something you really I gamble. Think he said on. on the show, actually. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. So I think I looked it up. Check the time. I okay. looked up uh, Osimo's chess history. Uh, had some rough tournaments as a kid. Quit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's tough in chess, man. Uh, that has to I, be the most DFS shit talking thing ever. I looked up Osmo's old <laughs> child. No, no, I like I like Alex a lot, but like I said that to him previously. <laughs> Quit uh, after a few rough matches. No, I mean, as like, a kid. If, like imagine being a high schooler and you have to sit through being beat by an eight year old. Like that happens all the time in chess. Like that's it's just hard for adults to deal with. Um, the the a, a lot of people I think miss the context where it's like hands is the fastest growing player in history at a certain age. But we have to add the caveat that fucking COVID was happening right then. So no one was going out in the world. So it's realistic that you have the time to, um, yeah. And I mean, look, obviously I like chess.com a lot. I plan to stream there, but the optics is bad where Magnus Carlson and them are merged. And then a lot of this just seems like, uh, I don't know, like, saving grace in the public eye and it doesn't prove that he cheated over the board, but maybe they have evidence they're not allowed to release yet. Like they're not going to release something unless they confidently know. And what I do know about chess.com's online cheat detection is like, they would go to court over that. It's very confident. It What, what are people's take? Cause with the poker thing, I was hearing, you know, there were people who were going to play poker because of this story. It's in the news and, you know, they always do that. Is this good for poker? Like, what is the take? Is this scandal good for chess? It's undeniably put them in the limelight and people talking about chess more than they ever have. Uh, yes. Great. Great for the content creators. Like they have something to talk about. Like, just like we saw the Queen's Gambit blow up chess. Like, you know, I don't know if I'm supposed to, I don't know if I'm gonna let, like, whatever. Chess.com, like times five, it's user base or something. When the Queen's Gambit dropped in COVID, which makes sense. They did a lot of sharp shit. Like they had like those general streamers such as like Ludwig and Mr. Beast and whatnot doing chess tournaments because a casual fan does not care to watch. And I wanted to do that with like DFS personalities. Like how fun would it be to have a chess tournament with like Pete and Brian and the ETR guys and the run pure guys and what whatever. Like it would just be fun uh, doing something like that. Um, we just had that tournament. Pete won, by the way. No, a chess tournament. <laughs> Like, you know, like something you guys aren't experts in. in. Yes. I prefer something more arbitrary that's voted on by Brian's followers on Twitter. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I don't make the rules the on the second round. Stream. After the second round, it's kind of all. What? um? Are, do you, do any... you think, I got a question. Do you think yeah. there's any cheating going on DFS? Kind of, a, you're yeah. kind of an outsider in DFS a bit, right? What do you think? Absolutely. Like, I mean. <laughs> I like it. Uh, like, obviously in the small field shit, but then. I don't know, like no shot at anyone, but a bunch of the guys probably at um, like, I don't know. Is it cheating if like one content site all agrees, hey, like let's all split 10% and that's effectively like getting more entries, isn't it? Especially you mean all not... playing the same lineup and that are the best plays and duping. No, that's encouraged. No, not that more like <laughs> doing a thousand unique ones or something like, uh, like, I, I don't know. And then you know like, like the bachelor the, scandal like writ large is what you're saying yeah. well and, and what i want yeah and what i want to say also is like what came out of the poker thing i think is good in that like stream security is being questioned like what do we know about DraftKings security like is it feasible that uh someone can see ownership percentages in a contest up until lock is it feasible that someone can hack into that like i, I don't know like that probably could be happening too not that that guarantee tease you like shipping contests i mean this Utica guy back-to-back -back millie makers has that happened before um did he win a millie back-to-back -back? he won the 444 two weeks ago and mm -hmm. then he won the 555 was that for a million the 555 yes it was Utica, if you want to come on the show liam just called you a cheater i think is what uh no i think that guy's got the almanac <laughs> and, and then he got second in the 250k AA8 basketball last night. Um, yeah, he did yesterday. So, and Run Pure Sports uh, subscriber took first, by the way, Pete. So, wow, congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, 
I think the thing too, though, right? Like with the chess and the poker, right? Like it's a more binary outcome for like the cheating, like that knowledge almost ensures that you're going to win with where the DFS, it doesn't ensure Like it increases your odds, but like there's still so much variance into realizing that, that you have to really think is organizing an operation like that. The DFS tournaments are so top heavy. Like if a, a, a cabal of people were putting in GPP entries, it would still be really hard to realize your equity on that cheating. I, I agree, but like, I don't know, like this 444 field, it's like 600 entries, a mil to first. I don't know, like these, all these top dudes know each other from these live finals. Part of me thinks all their egos make them hate each other. Like we've kind of seen that, like all the top poker players hate each other. That's kind of coming out. Um, but maybe they're like, hey, like I got my 17, you got your 17, but like it doesn't really make financial sense to really be doing that for like what you're saying like it's just such a big investment and you have to win pretty much like i I don't know what do you think brian do you think cheating's happening in tournaments and if so how i think there's some shenanigans going on like it's some there had there's always someone trying to cheat always something i don't know what it is or what how it would manifest itself uh the the idea of like the syndicates has been around for a long fucking time um i don't know it wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me i don't i don't like uh you know you brought up you to cow in the middle of a cheating uh, conversation so you are the fact no i did not, I did not. that was that i'm adhd that was just it, jumping it, that also doesn't make any sense if he's in a syndicate why would he always be the one taking first but um uh, I, I think the top guys are competing against each other. Um, maybe some of them are uh, sharing roles, but um, that's probably, I would say, it's probably it for the most of the known people. I mean, like I mean equity like, swapping is not cheating, right? Like, but it, equity it, swapping, it, where you say, hey, I'll play Pat Mahomes lineups, you play Josh Allen lineups, I'll play Justin Herbert lineups. That is cheating, but now it's colluding with equity swapping. What's the difference of that, what you just described for DFS, to equity swapping? You hear it a lot with like the German crushers in these poker high rollers and like soft playing each other at tables because like incentives aren't or they are aligned in a way that would encourage that. To me, that's almost the same as like you play Josh Allen, I'll play. I think it's worse. I think it's worse. Well, you can like chip dunk dump in poker like what do you do once the tournament starts i mean i guess you could talk if you notice that you and your buddy have live teams you could be like hey who's your late swap guys uh i I don't know like i I don't really stress it i'm trying to sun run these tournaments like i'm doing like one entry and two in the 444 like great like maybe they're all cheating but i'm just trying to think first once (laughs) yeah it's hard to cheat in dfs like that like from those kind of angles um so I, especially in uh, these large, large fields, there's it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a whole ton of sense. You're more like um, just gaining equity by putting in good lineups versus donkeys than right. anything else. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm thinking more of like what you were saying before. Someone getting information behind the scenes or some shenanigans going on where they move themselves. Who knows? that post lock switching players shit like that. And this is completely making up fantasy world things here. I don't think that any of that stuff's happening. It's good but- questions to ask though. Like, like we should ask that to like, how do we know that doesn't occur? I, I, I don't like, how do we know that, that DraftKings doesn't have bots that fills it's the same way that, that in chess and poker that the guys are caught. It's the players themselves who are the best cops. And, and uh, you know, just really quickly on all this cheating stuff, you know, in real life, too, like just because you get um, convicted of a crime by a jury or peers doesn't mean you're guilty, right? But we just go, no, he was guilty of a crime. There's just like there's never going to be a, an ending to these. I don't you know, I, would, I don't think it's just like their their peers are are the ones saying that, you know, 60, 40, 80 to whatever it is, they're guilty. And that's about that's going to be the end of it. In my opinion, how this all plays out. Go ahead. Be. I, well, I'm curious, like as a thought experiment, say, say I'm in a hundred person tournament 
with Chipotle and Papa Gates and under two scenarios. Um, let's say they are working together, you know, smoothing out their exposures across their lineups. Um, or they're both just great players that aren't working together. For me personally, versus them in the field working solo or together, am I at a disadvantage if they're working together versus two great players working solo? Does that question make sense? Yes, because they could be duping themselves, which hurts themselves and helps you. But can I say that? They, they, so they have duped themselves. They do dupe themselves. Um, so that's not accurate. And um, there's so many combinations in large, large slate, large game slate sports like football, like yeah. Sunday, Sunday football and NBA or anything, PGA, full field PGA, et cetera. There's just so many different combinations that it, it, that they easily could use the same set of data and not dupe each other. I mean, I could do that with my own process. Like come up with the same like two different 150 sets easily without like trying to and so like um i think they just have this very similar process they hired the same programmers um in fact i know they did <laughs> he told me and so they just um they occasionally dupe they're they're not doing some grant like they, they came up with the same you know the same projections or however they come up with it over years of doing it at this point, maybe they like um, edit and change it on their own and then run it through the same thing they built after that. Uh, but you don't, this idea that like uh, uh, Liam just said of like, you do Pat Mahomes and I won't, it doesn't really work like that. That doesn't really matter anyways. Like um, there's so That's many combinations. At. Like, I don't know how that hurts me if they're doing the, you do Mahomes. There's so many combinations of Mahomes and Allen, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It does not, that would not matter. It's illegal because it's illegal to the terms and services. So it's still illegal. Uh, mm -hmm. according to DraftKings, and they would get booted if someone proved that, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter in these large fields. I don't think it's something we're stressing over. Um, but I like, of course, it does not help you if people are not competing against, like, if you enter one Pat Mahomes lineup and, you know, like, like you and whatever, two people were going to do two Justin Herberts, but because they're not, because as they spoke, they're like, I'm going to do the Justin Herbert. I'll do these other quarterbacks. Like, now you have to compete against these other quarterbacks where maybe you wouldn't. Like, maybe that person would eat more chalk or whatever, but like, I don't think it's worth stressing in significant these. portion, small, tiny portion portion. Of yeah. It's, it's small, but it doesn't matter. Um, and you're assuming they have the, the, the nuts too. Like they might be just putting in donkey laps and, and losing even more money. Uh, but just the Chipotle, like the, I think the more obvious ones or like not obvious, but like more debatably clearly cheating is the three man stuff. Like, yeah. so like I just wouldn't play in any three mans nowadays if I was anyone listening to the show go ahead and i know i do just want to put it on record um you know a rave and i did have the exact same lineup <laughs> in the baby spy this week we were duplicated i want to say that we both hired the same developers okay the same guys who were able to run the blended ceiling optimal really great developers i can recommend them to you if you need and um, mm -hmm. we aren't working together it was just two kind of brilliant minds arriving at the hashtag mm -hmm. best plays independently i just want likely to story wait is that buzzing i hear under your seat Pete? Uh, uh, oh jeez, no. <laughs> uh glad i could put that to rest i wanted to say what brought back to what brian said that like we you know people might have heard of possible gate where he like no doubt cheated and they Crotch couldn't Ripper? even convict that guy the crotch theory optimal dude, like who had like the blue box. So like, no, you're right. It's, it's kind of like a conviction in the jury of your peers. And even a cares? real conviction is. Yeah. yeah. You <laughs> like, just have the legitimacy of the government behind it. So everyone just goes, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Marcus. Of course. So yeah, yeah. I don't think it's anything to worry about for the people playing. Marcos. Sorry. Single go ahead. entry. E even like the, the 4k milli that I play, like I'm not stressing cheating because like I, I agree with Pete's larger sentiment where it's like, I'm trying to hit the nuts. So like whatever the, everyone's process is probably sharper if they're like swapping together, but that doesn't mean that's not cheating. That's just leveling up together. Yeah. Swapping's not cheating in DFS for sure. Um, in poker, I think it's 
I think it's definitely cheating, but I mean, I don't it know. It needs to be disclosed. Yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like you're done. I mean, obviously you're going to soft play a guy who's got a significant portion of you at the final table. <laughs> Happens in the main event every year where people equity swap late. Yeah. Some of these things, you know, like Brunson said years ago, Doyle, like, you know, you can't stop people from doing something they can agree to in the bathroom afterwards or beforehand because you could just take the money and I'll give it to you afterwards. There's nothing they can do about it, but um, that doesn't make it right or anything, but. All right, Liam, let's get into it. What what happened with you and shit my money? You guys were uh, going at it. Was it Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday? yeah. So I think you should pull up the second uh, tweet I sent you first um, to give a little backstory here. Or my I Vegas mean, I mean, Dave shirt, by the way. Speaking of not cheaters. Uh, hang on, I let like me see that. that. I need more thumbnails for you, Brian. Can you can you do this? Yeah, and just pose right there. Perfect. New new thumbnail. Let me mark that down. Grab that guitar now. too, man. Get, get this thumbnail rocking. All right. All right. Now that we got that done. Um, all right. Hang on. I'm pulling up. This is the context here. Yeah. So um, I was visiting a friend in um, Nashville. See, and... he's your friend. No, no, no. I was, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is now. Yes. Uh, I like seeds and I, I like Adam. So this came out of nowhere. He, let, he was willing to sit at the same table with you, even though you have less than 30 K Twitter followers. Yeah. Well, so here's what happened. Like, I think I did something that not many people would do where whatever I was visiting a friend, I was flying back to Florida from Nashville. And I think the NBA live final was in Tennessee or something. Um, what I think it was NBA. So they were there for that. And I had seen, obviously I knew Siege from Twitter. And I think I saw Adam on Twitter too, because he's like shit posting and trolling a lot, which like I generally find funny. Um, and so I noticed them and I was like, oh, I might as well walk up, introduce myself. So like I walk up, they're having a drink and I don't remember exactly what I say. I think I say like, hey, are you guys like on uh, DFS Twitter? And Adam like turns around like freaked out, which makes sense because like, you know, uh, these like having like some down bad dude approach these guys who I mean, I, I assume Adam's got a lot of money, but I have no idea. Like it could be some, whatever, totally deranged person. So I introduced, I said, Hey, like I won the underdog thing, figured I'd just say, hi, we had a beer. We both went our ways. And I posted this, um, flash forward to Sunday. Um, and I have this, uh, betting show, which is like purely for, uh, um, fun with my cousin. And he like, right as slate ended, he tweeted this out and I, as a, like, as like a joke, I said like my loyal followers could read between the lines. And though I meant like a million units on the bills fade the other games after having like a classic Liam Homer bit right there. Yes. Yeah. Like a joke. And so, uh, it, and this was right as lock ended. Right. So it was right where people know whether they won or lost. And Adam wrote, imagine being you and finding it hard to laugh at yourself since you're born a clown. And I just can I, wrote. Can I ask you a question for, before we go? Why would you clearly antagonize Adam with that tweet? I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a, like, it, by the way, this show gets like maybe 100 views a week. It's like my least viewed content uh, on my YouTube, which like I'm doing like two shows a, a, a week. And he wrote this. And. I was just like, this is out of left field. Like, I was like, are you down bad? Um, and then, so my take on the situation, and I'd like you guys to weigh in, is I'm assuming Adam lost a lot of money on DFS, but it was right at lock. And I've been there. Like, I got blown. I got destroyed weeks, like, one and two in NFL. And then I think he was really drunk. Um, and then I think maybe he was trying to antagonize. And I, by the way, I had, like, six cups of wine. I was pretty drunk myself. I, I think... Uh, I think he was trying to maybe segue and antagonize me into like doing a heads up for roles, something that he thought he had a big edge in. And so I don't think it's a good look for, so I wanted to add the context here. I don't think it's a good look to be like the internet tough guy and be like, Hey, do you want to fight? Um, but since he was trying to be this like big alpha dick swinging guy, who's like, he like uh, above this con comment, he said something like, um, you know, he said something like, uh, you know, like, um, 
I'm trying to set up future W's. So I was like, okay, I'll give you a chance to be this big alpha and book a big win right now. I'll box you for 100K. And I should add context. I think Adam is tilted that I keep doing these Gabriel Davis tweets because these math guys can't get over the fact that he doesn't get a big target share. And like, as a joke, I like keep doing a tweet like, tag the Gabriel Davis haters because he's such a divisive guy, which like, it doesn't make any sense. He's, he's attached to Josh Allen. He go, gets open deep, catches touchdowns. So I'm assuming Adam's tilted. He probably faded the bills or something. I'm doing that. I'm tweeting like Taekwon Thornton, which like saved my Sunday. Cause I had like 10 Taekwon teams and like the five, five, five. And so can I put some context here really? Yeah. Quick? Yeah. Is so I was what, reading this thread, of course, live sweating. And while you I, like before, right before you guys were dickering, I, I don't know what the timestamps were on that, but he was in second in the Millie. Yeah. In the five, five, five. Uh, I don't remember which one, but he was in second in a Millie. I saw him up there. I remember. And uh, so maybe, maybe he wasn't so happy that he didn't win the Millie. He might not. That's have great. Had but you're like, how bizarre is it to come at the dude making a joke on this fucking like, and look, like Adam's version of apologizing was in the morning saying, love you, Chess Liam. But like, <laughs> I mean, he, he looked like a, look, I mean, no offense. Like he looked again, just like I'm assuming, I mean, I have no idea. I, I'm assuming he gets down like five mil in action a year. Maybe like, like I, I'm assuming he's like a DFS professional, probably shooting for like a 10% ROI. I know he works for Stoktastic, but I'm assuming that's like 1099. Like, I don't think that's a salary position. Maybe you guys know more than me. Um, it, I mean, you're going to come at me. You're going to try to be this big dog trying to goat me into like some heads up for roles thing. I gave him a chance. I said, great, let's box for hundred K because I knew I was a lock to win that. And, like, and I, I would not challenge someone. Like, I'm not like, I don't think I'm the toughest dude out there. And he's like, and then he's trying to like angle it and be like, oh, of course you would say boxing. Like, and so I said, great. I prefer MMA. Uh, let's do that instead. Uh, and then he and then he like goes off on this totally left field. He's like, I grew up in PG County, Maryland. You don't know how hard it was to like walk to the gym and not get stuffed in your locker every day. And I would like, I was like, Hey man, like, I'm sorry you went through that. Like that must've been really hard. Like maybe get some walks out in nature this week. Like I, I could relate to what it was, but I didn't understand why he was coming out at me at all. So is your, your initial reaction to someone shit talking you're like you're going i'm going straight for boxing i'm old school irish this is how we fucking handle our disputes no like like pete's like six one or something if if pete came at me i don't think i'm a lock to beat pete at all like pete would probably be a favorite i would not challenge him i thought adam was looking for me to get goaded into a bet he thought he was a lock-in which is probably like cash games so i gave something that if he's going to be this big alpha doing that, I gave him something I knew I was a lock-in against him. and said, great, big man. You want a box? I'll fly out tomorrow. We can book it, whatever. And now, of course, if he's playing so much action, he might not care about the 100K, which I would. And it'd probably be good for his health to, like, you know, get in shape anyways. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it was the best Let, count. Let's, let's be honest. N nothing was ever going to happen that just in the same way Siege and Draft Sheet are never going to box. I would, though. I would have flown out no, that— I, I, just in the, I think draft cheat would, would get in the ring with siege too, but like, it's just never going to happen. Um, it did. It is interesting to think about you, Liam, and why you just completely unprovoked that, that him coming after you like that. And I'm trying to think, what is it about you? Well, I that have massively tilts people. <laughs> I have three theories. Uh, theory okay. one is, is kind of what I said, like the, the, the drunk theory two is I reached out to Brian and Pete. I said, Hey, uh, would love to come on, like enjoy the content. Brian said, well, do you have any beef in the industry? So maybe Adam is a deep plant from Brian and Pete. Theory three is maybe like BetMGM, these big casinos, they hate that I'm giving out all these winners. So they're sending oh, yeah. Adam to try to snuff my 100 view a week uh, yeah. betting show. Uh, and, and again, like Adam said like four takes to me about the NFL through like best ball. They've all been wrong. Like, like I, I drafted with him in a BBM three and he like tagged me in a tweet. He's like uh, new, like new idea. I'm workshopping like the, because I went Steph Diggs in the first round and Josh Allen in the second round, it was my last BBM three. And I knew I was getting unique on the field. And so he's like, I think it's like the most plus EV thing in the world to draft with 
next to Liam. Uh, I'm in first <laughs> in that BBM three, by the way, and Adam is not in the playoffs. And then I know he like hates Gabe Davis and is in on like Terry McLaurin and all them. So I was like, dude, you've given like four NFL takes. You're a math guy. You're not an NFL take guy. Um, and, oh, and the, the thing that like looks bad, he's like, you, you know, you're not meant for this space or something like uh, this like industry. It's like, dude, the industry is content and being entertaining. Like, I don't know what he fucking thinks the industry is. Um, well, and I think that's what was so bizarre about it is Adam's a really good uh, shit poster on Twitter. You have a good troll voice on there. Like, we all like a little fun trolling. But on this Twitter. was not like, trolling. It, it was so it was so aggro uh, that it just like <laughs> it made everyone uncomfortable in like a really weird way. I was like, wait, what? What is going on? Here? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, people were commenting like, "What does Liam do? Like, what is this?" But like, to, he tried to like segue. I think a little bit after after I was like calmly saying things like, "Hey, man, I used to be a teacher. Like, I can relate. Like, go for a walk in nature." He's like. Like, I think he tried to, like, get a little bit more trolly. And to me, it was so clearly not, like, I think that was disingenuous. I think he was very heated. I think, yeah, whatever. Maybe he was in first. On, someone said that he was, like, in first in Yahoo, whatever. Probably tilting the slate. Came at me. Like, it was not, like, it was not, like, fun trolling, like, so clearly. Like, once, you know, it was, like, it, it was bizarre. I don't know. Like, you'll have to ask Adam. And, like, I think he deleted some of the shit he said. Um, but it is what it is. Like, I still like, I still like Adam. I think he's a nice guy. Like if I met him at a live final, I would not be like, fuck you, dude. I'd be like, that was weird, but uh, I can move forward from that. You know, if I could just defend Adam for a second, your initial tweet was way out of line and, uh, (laughs) whatever it was, something about the bills. Like, I don't know how you could put that out there on Adam. Uh, that I thought, uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, he, but it is interesting. Like, uh, he must not like you. <laughs> you know what I kind of thought too? I was like, man, I wonder if there's people who like really hate me and they just are waiting to let loose on me. Den Den says his two cents is Adam has been touting for years and doesn't like that Liam wins BBM two and all of a sudden thinks he's a master tout. But I would also say that Liam has never presented himself as a tout. The way I view Liam. I think Liam's a very good player, but I think he is a hot take artist. Like that is what you like doing on Twitter. Like yeah, that, I, that's, that's, I don't find you trying to be like, I'm touting this and I want you to follow and then tell me how good I am when my, my picks hit. Yeah. Like, I don't think like I'm not a, the best DFS or even probably good at DFS. I think I am good at best ball. Um, and I mean, like, I think maybe it's the way I speak about things. Like I doubt Adam's watching my content though. Like, Obviously, when you speak about something, like I'm a teacher, man. Like I'm trying to teach the audience. Like I'm not trying to say like this is right and everyone who doesn't think this way is an idiot. Like I, I don't know. Like, but uh, yeah, it was it was bizarre. But you know, all press is good press, man. When you're when you're 60 view a week, and, and by, like my cousin who's like he's like caught up in this. He's like, what the hell is going on with this like mental midget right now? Like. I don't know do why it. he would care about your um, whatever you want to call it, rising followers and stuff like that. Like, seriously, I don't. He's not, he works for a company. He's got a bunch of followers. He's gotten years in the business. What does he care that you got? You know, five, I, I don't. I, so I don't think that's it. I don't know. Maybe he was just. Maybe he was this like. This is the thing about the beefs in general. Uh, both people involved in them are the losers, and everyone else is the winner. Because they, they oh, yeah. get they get the popcorn, they get to enjoy it, and then everyone's like, "You guys are being so petty and look silly going back and forth on Twitter." I mean, I feel like if you read what I said, like I'm not the only thing that I think if you're from the sidelines could be like, "What was this dude talking about?" I was like, "I'll box you for 100k," and that's why I wanted to add context <laughs> to that. Is that was me trying to goat him into a bet I thought I was uh, a lock for? You know, like it, it was not me being like I'm the the toughest dude behind a keyboard. Um, like th- I don't think well, you're that- going to have to, uh, expect those that happen a lot when any of these, 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 these fake fights pop up with like draft cheat is you'll see guys replying like, I'll fucking fight you for 5k. Yeah. And then you look at the guy's profile. It's like former professional MMA fighter, <laughs> eight three, six, eight jacked full roids. Like, of course yeah. you would, they're two dumb DFS players. They're not going to fight you, asshole. They just want to, like, The appeal of this is not to watch a good fight. It's to watch two people who should never be fighting fight each other. That's the Well, and I'm worried, like, maybe Adam's going to go off to, like, the dojo for three years, come back at me, and and then be, like, having trained all this time. 
Uh, it did. It has happened once. Liam, you might be too young to remember. It happened in poker once. Do you remember that fight with uh, what was it? It was name? Olivier Jay- Bousquet. Olivia Bousquet and what was his name? J.C. Alvaro. Who, who like does called? MMA and shit. Olivia Bousquet. Uh, my kids actually played him in chess in New York City. He plays quite a bit. Um, yeah, he had a real fight against another poker player back in the day, and uh, he came in jacked. Like the guy was not expecting it. And um, the other guy, J.C. Alvaro, someone in chat probably knows. I can't remember yeah. his name. That was and he was, uh, I'm assuming, a jujitsu something because he came in with a gi and tried to do some leg locks and stuff, but it didn't, didn't work out. So how from, I actually kind of didn't after a while, I'm like, this is, he's a little too big for this guy. It's not fair. Um, but it has happened. It's happened well, it, in it chess also... too, but like, like it's so sad watching these fights, like Hikaru Nakamura and no, this one's pretty fighting. good. Like I, I know, I, I know Olivia Busquets. I mean, I don't know him well. Like my kids played him in chess, but like that guy would fucking dude up. Uh, like I, I believe yeah. that. Well, they the the crypto guys got it together. They had the the boxing match in Dubai. I think that was in the spring. They organized that. They had like a main card and two undercards of crypto influencers fighting each other. It just takes like immense organization, and then you do have to get like licensed for this stuff too. Like if you're doing it in the states, that's why they went to Dubai because it's just lawless out there. Um, so it would have been it would have taken a lot like of organization Seattle. for you guys to to get a fight together. Um, well, I don't know. Right. What, what would you guys Should have done in my shoes? Would it. you have ignored? Would you have ignored this? Uh, I think I handled it pretty fine for being pretty drunk myself. I would no, not have offered hundred k. I usually just roll a boat. Fuck. With you guys. were fine. I thought. I mean, you were definitely. You have like two choices when someone comes at you that aggro. You just go like full troll. I'm not taking this seriously. I'm not indulging it. Or you're like, all right, if you actually are challenging me, I'll call your bluff, which is the route you took. I probably just don't ever get to that. I'm a hundred K boxing match and just, well, you're, you're a dad, man. You're a mature dude. Like I just turned 30, (laughs) no kids yet. Uh, we're, we're getting there, you know? No, I mean, I, I appreciate it. It was, you know, a lot of people, uh, were enjoying that on, uh, I did. A lot of people did say like lost a lot of money in DFS, but at least I got this. So happy we could supply the community. (laughs) Uh, I think you guys should just fight um you know well i mean look look, if he wants to do 15k 5k whatever like did these guys fight again i swear he had a gi in this fight and Dude, i look at olivier just Dude. fucking ripped look how, ripped how, how do they know that one dude's down like hgh well that's not wouldn't be hgh that'd be h uh, uh well the guy did accuse olivier of that after that was like a whole subplot yeah i mean he, olivier he had to be juicing ridiculous right here this I is mean, not J- the fight I remember. Did they fight? JC doesn't look like he doesn't look actually that bad. He's clearly like twenty five pounds lighter though. Like yeah, he was he was way undersized. Yeah, he got caught him there. Oh, he's done. I swear I remember this fight. There's a lot league. of people watching that. Oh yeah, it was big. It was a big deal. And um, I posted my weight on Twitter because, but Adam would not. <laughs> so I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> There's there's two things when when DFS touts go at each other. There's current weight and there's ideal fighting weight. You know those are those are two different things. Oh, I would get a trainer, man. Like I've not, I've not done a fucking boxing match or wrestling. If you're one sixty three now, then what would you get down to? Well, I I would guess Adam's heavier than me. Yeah, I'm talking about you. What would you want to fight at? In a perfect as world. heavy as he wants. I could I could add weight easily to my frame. Are you just gonna juice juice to the gills? Put on some. Uh... No, definitely not juice. I'm I I don't even eat meat, dude. Like I'm. I'm See, not this trying. is why you're not going to DFS. You gotta you gotta juice, kid. Uh, gotta, I did buy I did buy some weights though. So getting back in the gym. I mean, I played yeah. rugby in college. Like Adam wants to do this. Let's book it. Let's um let's wrap this up by. I mean, we got if we're gonna have Liam on King oh, but... Sun Run here, Mister Bink himself. Granted, we don't have Ooh. the bills on this slate. But Brian, I think we need to both combo the stars and our astrological signs with Liam's sun running. Good luck mm-hmm. and, and and win a million dollars tonight. Or I'm always 000. down to steal some of that sun run juju off, off these, uh, these stockers. Is it always? Show. Isn't it usually a mill on Thursday? Like, did yeah, they, yeah, they dropped it? What the hell? Wow. Like the the first fun game? Like, can DraftKings to understand that's just because it was the fucking Broncos games that people were not like going all in? I'm like, I'm sure they have their reasons. They might they might be think this all they can fill. Rough. Um let's uh you get the captain honors. Uh 
Liam, and so, tell us your your thought process behind this, whether it is astrological. Well, my thought sign. process is I'm trying to. Uh oh, my monitor just got screwed up. Um, I'm trying to not play outside wide receivers against the Cardinals, so I'm like axing out Chris Olave. Now, kind of kind of hard when he's like the only real NFL wide receiver on that team, but like trying to play more of the Juwan Johnsons, more of the Camaras more mm-hmm. of the kickers, the Ds. The Cardinals' interior O-line is a disaster. So, like, I'm trying to play a lot of Saints D2, um, even though they're without what's-his-face. But let's chuck Hopkins in the captain. Hopkins captain. All right. Yeah. Coming back in a big way. He dropped his uh, return mixtape video on Twitter. I uh, mean, we just saw we just saw Bousquet on, on Juice. We know Hopkins got caught for Juice. So, like, <laughs> that helps you, right? Uh, allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Um, all right, Brian. Um, I don't know. Kyler Murray is a Leo. Okay. I don't know what that does for you. It does I mean, something we, for me. I'll tell you that. Much. Could, uh, <laughs> that was a, he don't, is uh, a Raven a, a, activating those anal beads real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what point in life did I get to to where uttered on a show a reference to a Raven anal bead signaling a play to me as we build a showdown lineup? My my life is out of control. <laughs> All right, we'll read one horoscope. How about? Yes. Okay. Is Winston backing up tonight and Dalton starting again? I believe that's what we're getting. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. For for Ryan Hodge, here's your here's your uh, horoscope. You'll feel a shift as the moon leaves your sign and enters Virgo this morning. Dear Leo, putting you in a more grounded and methodical headspace. This luminary placement is perfect for moving at your own speed, as long as you don't lose focus on your tasks and responsibilities. You may also notice that your senses are heightened, elevating your palate while giving you a taste for the finer things in life. Don't feel guilty about having expectations, especially when it comes to spending your hard-earned cash. Just don't overspend. So he's expecting to, to like... Fix the offense with Hopkins back. Right. That's what I got. And you're not overspending by putting him in the captain, but you are just uh, getting him at a good value here in the flex. I like that. Okay. That was um, a pretty good sign, honestly. I will continue. Like, if we're going to work off of Liam's premise that Olave's getting shut down, then we're going we're gonna to play Juwan Johnson over the middle. He's going to go six for 60 and find the end zone and just be a smash at 3K. Boom. That's our run back. So far, now it's back to Liam to to bring this so, one home. I think Keontae Ingram's gonna get some run with like Eno being totally unable to like jam in the middle, and like Keontae's kind of a bigger guy. Like, I don't know, man. Eno was very unimpressive against the Seahawks. Like, he's gonna be the pass catching, he's gonna get a lot of work, but Keontae should see the field a little bit more. Him and like him or like Trey McBride are like the fun punt pieces, I feel. Um, do we, do we have a lean between those two? Let's, I mean, let's I'm, chuck Keontae in. All right. I like it. Try to get my, uh, hedge, my, you know, Benjamin hedge book going. Here it is. Uh, back to you, Brian. Mm. I was going to take Taysom Hill. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, he, he's, he's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I think we have to play Taysom Hill guys. Well, here's the problem. He's a Virgo and part Uh-oh. of his oh. uh, horoscope today says you might enjoy this day by being lazy pete Ooh, lazy on the sideline not getting too many snaps yeah so uh Ooh. okay Jason Hill doesn't seem like a lazy type of guy but it's in his horoscope so it has to be true mm-hmm. uh so I, yeah i'll pass on him okay um you know uh who's I, I don't even know who's playing is is connor playing no. uh we're gonna find out it sounds like he's on the wrong side of questionable mm, because uh benjamin Fuck me on Sunday. Yeah, that's why we're playing Ingram. Yeah. Martingale his ass down. Okay, you you could play. That would be very unique, I think, to play both Ingram and Eno in the same. That always ships on showdown, the double running back. Yeah, All right, you, you heard it here you, first. Are you, you okay with Tight that? ends and kickers, though, too, right? I mean, what happened in the last few weeks has to continue happening throughout the rest of the season, statistically. I, I'm sorry. I just love the idea of the run peer dudes listening to your horoscopes and tilting that when they came at Pete. Like, I don't know why anyone would tilt this kind of content. I mean, this was, is 
that was a great troll, honestly, by Big T. Where he's, I think you're talking about his tweet where he said, don't listen to the astrology bros or something. I think it was actually what Hoop said. He said, like, you know, he said in his, like, thing there, he's like, I can't believe you're listening. Do you want to listen to winners or do you want to listen to people doing astrology and shit? I was like, so, so my man's watching. <laughs> yeah, I think he, Big T said, yeah. The- I think the premise checks out, though. I mean, people either have money for a LOL showdown subscription or they have money for a $1,500 a year run RPS subscription. And it's kind of you got to pick one or the other, you know, it's uh, that's how you get a wide range of guests that that one Millie makers on (laughs) LOLs. (laughs) Um, All right. So we have 11.9 left. I think we definitely I mean, we got to be era. Hmm. I mean, it could be, yeah. I mean, uh, do we have a choice here? I mean, it's Camaro or Tesla, right? Right. Or, or we just like lay the salary. Like you play like, like Rondell Moore and just like, yeah, like, like, the, like, like the Rondell, kickers over yeah. Justin Herbert would have shipped on, on yeah. the Monday night game. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a lot of salary. I think Camara is. is the play because we're we're not playing the outside wide receivers. This has to be fairly unique outside. I think you're right? yeah, you're probably good. I haven't even looked at ownership percentages, but so like what's Hopkins probably like seven percent captain? I have no idea. I would guess he, like fifteen to twenty. No, no, no. He'll be a lot less uh I can look at early. I had pulled it in earlier today. Let yeah, me look at who's eating. Let me look at my Camara, astrology sheet. Camara and Murray. I got it here. Um, I am seeing so the top captains are going to be Kyler at seventeen percent, Kamara at fifteen, then Rondell, then Olave, then Hopkins. So he'll be the fifth most popular captain. Yeah, I'm seeing like nine percent. Um, that's not too bad. Will you? Will you? Uh, I'm going to submit this for all three of us, uh, Liam. You do just have to send me five dollars via Venmo after the show. Um, and will you beg people not to dupe us here? Guys, please don't dupe me. I need this 33% of the $5 I'm sending Pete. Actually, I'm going to send Pete 501 just in case there's any legality questions after. Oh, um, it's usually, usually my play. Uh, guys, do not dupe this team. It does not help you. No, yeah, it doesn't. I don't but care they- what Adam shit my money says about you, okay? You're a good guy. I like that. That you're That's a nice, nice guy. This is the thing. I'll say this. You either can't dupe us or you have to have a Lulz avatar if you're going to submit this lineup. Or submit like 150 of this team. Like we're trying to get the train that just like we bankrupts need the marketing else. train. Yep. Yeah, m- marketing train. Mm, exactly. That'll, that'll be, the numbers will just pour in after that. Um. So I have down below, I got Liam's YouTube channel tagged. Um. You have been promising chess content for about uh, six months, just like you promised a YouTube channel for months. You did finally deliver on that though. Well, let's talk about that. So like for the chess... We don't have that much time to talk about this. <laughs> I was going to ask advice from my two advisors. <laughs> if we got to go, we got to go though. I, like I was thinking like, like clearly best ball is going to be that channel, but like the chess, I was thinking of like starting a new channel name and not having this like jungled like football chess thing. Like, this is you have to ask yourself this, Liam. Do you want people who are fans of the Liam experience to be your audience, or do you want to try to play niche content game and court people who are only interested in chess? I just think the it's going to be like a chess fitness combination, and I think that just can like it's so much easier to grow that. Like it's just real tough to grow. But how much honest overlap it, to me? If you're going a chess fitness hybrid, then you're selling people on the Liam experience. Um, I don't know, like how many chess people are going to oh, like be interested in chess. In that's like a that's like a fire name right there. You know, you can still read a your channel. That I, from what I'm hearing from you, I think you should keep it all under one umbrella. Give people the full Liam experience. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go the niche content game, you got to go true niche. Can't be mixing in fucking barbell curls with your you know, Sicilian openings or whatever. Well, it's not going to be like, it's just going to be like, the theory is going to be like, uh, do an hour of chess a day and do a fitness activity every day because that's good for you and it helps your chess and like probably better than you than doing chess and just seeing where we can get. Um, and I don't know, maybe I don't even do the fitness shit because they're like, I don't want to edit this stuff. So 
Well, you also don't want to let your competition know, you know, where, how, where your training is at, you know, I feel like that'd be, that's a good, hand. that's a good point, but maybe mm-hmm. I don't get called out by uh big accounts if I'm doing that. Oh yeah. If you look at like, if you look like Bousquier every day on your channel, uh, just juice to the gills, allegedly, <laughs> no one's going to be sending those threatening uh, tweets at you. The, the, Liam, it, it literally was the biggest ordeal of your life to make one YouTube account. Please don't try to make another, man. Just just stick to posting on the one. Okay. That's one All content right. creator tip to another. All right. We appreciate Liam uh, coming on. Good luck in your showdown content. Subscribe Good to Lowell's. Subscribe to Lowell's, yes. Like the video, yada, yada. Brian, anything else on your end here? No, sir. Big, big MMA this weekend. I don't know if you guys pay attention. Is my guy Sean O'Malley later. fighting tonight or on this weekend? Yeah, O'Malley's fighting. Uh, I'm excited about Rivera. that uh, that college wrestler, Bo Nickel or something, who just got a UFC thing. Lock is him he in fighting this weekend? I don't, I don't think. He just got a contract, though. But whenever he's on a slate, lock him in. Did okay. you see this, Brian? This lock, 8 a.m. lock for you? Hey, oh, is it? Oh, they were in Saudi Arabia. I still didn't think it was that yeah, early. Ridiculous. Wow. Yeah. All right. There you go. Get up early. Lock in those MMA lineups. We, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. If you won the Millie Maker and you'd like to be on this show, slide into our DMs. Peace. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done